because I look cuter on the internet. You know that I look cuter on your phone. But still, I'll date you so I feel less alone. But please don't try to bring me home. No, no, with your host traps love. And Ariel, this is I look cuter on the internet. Hello. Um, how's your head? It's okay. Uh, I'm wearing <clears throat> I'm wearing my eye patch. I have an <laughs> eye patch that I, I bought a while back. Um, that it's like one of the medical ones, not one of the pirate ones. So I put it on. Wait, it why would you buy an eye patch? It doesn't look piratey. I mean, it does look piratey because all eye patches do, but it's it's yeah. made medically, so it like puffs out and doesn't like sit against my eyeball. Yeah, I think um I bought I bought those before, not for actual practical use, but I wore them to the Steampunk World's Fair. Do you remember? Oh, maybe this is one of those. I'm pretty sure I bought one, but maybe I just stole yours. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, they sell them at Walmart for like two dollars. So yeah. But um, I knew that I had, I knew one was coming on, but I was out in the world when I knew that it was going to happen. And basically, um, when I know I'm getting a migraine, I have a migraine, by the way, everyone. Um, when I know I'm getting a migraine, what'll happen is it'll be like a shock, like not like an actual painful shock, but I'll feel like this, the shock go into my left eye because it's always my left eye. And um, it's just basically, I didn't realize how bright out it was going to be today. So when I opened the front door um, to go outside to, to run these errands, I my eye like got that shock because it had to adjust too quickly. Basically, my, my migraines come from light sensitivity, which is if my eyeball adjusts too quickly from light to dark, I'm more prone to get, or from dark to light, I'm more prone to get a migraine. Um, yeah. So I felt it because it was like, oh, I'm, I'm in the dark, I'm in the dark. And then just like the shock of like bright light. Cause it was very, it is very bright out today. And, um, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to get a migraine. But since I have about an hour, an hour and a half, and sometimes it doesn't happen, I'm not going to just pop Advil. I'll wait. And so I waited and I got home and I was like, I'm hungry. And I know that if I don't eat right now, I'm going to get a migraine and then it's not going to go away for hours because I'm hungry and I won't be able to get up and eat anything. So I made a veggie burger and I was eating that and I like scarfed that down because I was starving. And then I felt the migraine coming on. So while I was eating, like for real, so while I was eating, I popped two Advil and uh, turned off all the lights and turned off all the sound except for like my computer, which is at the dimmest light it could be. And um, the... I. That you're sitting there doing this podcast, but like you have two eye patches on, and like you're completely covered, and you're just sitting there with your two eye patches trying to do a podcast. I mean, it is a podcast, so I don't need to see, but I have one eye patch and the other eye, and then I have a pair of really dark sunglasses on, so it's pretty close to that. All right. But then I, I just popped a third Advil, and as I popped it, I was like, oh, I might not have actually had to do that because I feel it going away. I know how to take care of my migraines, but sometimes it's just I don't have the right thing at the right time, so I can't get rid of it before it gets bad. But I think in this case it won't get bad. 
Okay, cool. That was a lot about migraines. You want to talk about Valentine's Day? Sure. So, the other thing that gives me a migraine is Valentine's Day. I'm Travis Love. <laughs> I'm real apathetic. And this is I Look Cuter on the Internet, Valentine's Edition. Mm-hmm. So, since we are a very dating and love-based podcast, it only makes sense that we would have a bonus episode for Valentine's Day. So, hey. And Ariel did a lot of research on this, and I did nothing. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, most of my research was clicking things from, like, the History Channel and Wikipedia. So, it's not, you know, not all that in-depth. I'm going to Google why is Valentine's Day celebrated and I'm going to read this entire article verbatim instead of coming up with anything original. Please don't. So, um, I personally, just to, to put this out there, I have never liked Valentine's Day. Don't like it. And this isn't like a bitter single person type of, oh, I hate Valentine's Day. I don't like Valentine's Day when I'm in a relationship. Like... My ideal Valentine's Day, I was talking about this with somebody yesterday, my ideal Valentine's Day would be to, like, go to a shitty dive bar and get, like, a ton of cheap wings and just, you know, drink and eat wings and not do anything romantic. That sounds like a really, really nice Valentine's Day for me. But somehow I have never been able to date anyone who has that mindset. Everybody I date is like, no. Let's go back to the first place we met. Or no, I want to go to the first restaurant I ever took you on a date. Oh, let's let's hold hands and talk about love. And I'm like, ew, why does this keep happening to me? So, my uh, <laughs> that's just how I feel about it. But the only person that I actually, you know, I'm like, oh my god, Valentine's Day is my mom. So shout out to my mom who's not allowed to listen to this podcast. She mailed me a care package of Valentine's Day things, and I was super happy to, to see it. And I took a Snapchat, and I showed people pictures of it. She sent me, like, a stuffed unicorn and, like, two different things of chocolate, like a little heart of chocolate and then, like, a bag of Godiva and, like, light pink nail polish. and like, Aw, Mom. Right? And she sent me, like, necklaces, you know, but, like, the necklaces are, like, like the Mardi Gras bead type of things, but they're all just XOXO and, like, red and pink. <laughs> so, super cute. Mama Valentine. I am 27 years old, and she has always given me a Valentine. So, you know, that's all that really, you know, that that's the love I need on Valentine's Day more than anything. I'm not a big Valentine's Day person either, and uh, I think it mostly just stems from the fact that, like, picking one day to be super romantic rather than just being, you know, romantic to your partner every day and saying, here's these little things that I do for you to show you my love, you know, instead of doing that, it's like, why would you, why would you be like, oh, I'm, you know, to me, Valentine's Day is... I've been a piece of shit to you for an entire year. This is the day I'm going to make up for it by showing you, no, I do still care about you, but only once a year on this very date. See, I don't know about that. Somebody put up a status. I don't know if this was her original thought or not, but on one of our mutual friends, that was like, um, I love food every day of the the week, but I'm still going to celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, in reaction to that Valentine's Day thinking. And I do kind of feel like that because I don't feel like Valentine's Day is this thing that's like, um, 
a pass on being romantic other days. I don't feel like that. It, just for me, I'm personally not super romantic anyway, which is one of our upcoming topics. But yeah, we'll get to so that. So to be like Ugh, Valentine's Day. Plus, it's like it's like with all those holidays when um when people actually like New Year's, like there's this expectation that you have to go have fun and you have to go do things and it's just I don't know like those expectations where it's like you have to have fun you have to live life to the fullest and it's like no but but what if I don't want to do anything tonight you know so it's just like one of those holidays where they're like you should be doing something and everyone's asking you what you're doing and you're like if I don't want to do anything people are like confused by it yeah I get that I get that. I get that. Um, I've had a few good Valentines. I don't have any like weird bad Valentine stories because I was one of those people growing up that's like, I want to celebrate Valentine's Day. I'm a hopeless romantic. And then I got older and I was like, I've never found anyone that wants to celebrate Valentine's Day. And when I was with my ex-fiance, you know, we were together for a million years and the, uh, well, not really, but, you know, I've known him for a very long time. And um, the, we only ever celebrated one Valentine's Day where we were in the same place at the same time. And it, in my memory, isn't that remarkable because it's like, I was always romantic toward him, so I feel like it's not going to be any different for me. I, I feel like it's overhyped, and I get that. I guess, you know, that's a really good point you made about eating and, and Thanksgiving, but I do feel like Valentine's Day is way overhyped for what it is. It's just another day to show your partner that you love them. It doesn't have to be an extra special day, but the history behind it's really interesting. Yes, so can I talk a little bit about that? Yes. Okay, so I looked up some notable days on Valentine's Day, some, like, historical events that happened. But, of course, since I just prefaced this whole thing by saying I don't like Valentine's Day, I'm going to dive into it. So the first one that I looked up was the St. Valentine's Massacre. Yay! Yay! So everybody's probably heard of this, but I'm going to give, like, a really kind of, you know, brief thing. So... Um, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre happens in 1929 in Chicago. It was um, Al Capone attempted to take out the leader of the Irish gang, who was George Bugs Moran. So on the day that they were planning on killing him, one of Capone's lookouts, um, he allegedly mistook um, Albert Weinshank, who was one of Moran's men who were, he managed a cleaning and dyeing business for him. Um, he mistook him for Moran himself because supposedly they were wearing very similar clothes and they were like a similar build and height. So they shot him, which set off this whole massacre. There's a lot of more in like interesting information about this. Like he had his men dressed like policemen and it was like really interesting because I was diving into it, but I knew we didn't really have time to go into this whole thing, but he did have his men dressed as like policemen. So people thought something was going on. And then the other guys were hiding because they thought police, but really they were like arresting them and they were shooting them. And it was, it was really interesting. So anyway, two of the guys used machine guns, which were said to have sprayed bullets everywhere, tearing the bodies apart. Even as they were already down on the ground, they just kept shooting them and they were tearing them apart. Apparently a couple guys, like their, t their faces got completely blown off with these freaking guns. Jesus. So, uh, yeah, so members of both the gangs died, more so on the Irish side, and this sparked public outrage and made government officials look more into mafia crimes. So Capone ended up going to prison, and Moran lost too many of his, like, important men, because a lot of these top guys died in this, to properly control his territory. So that was the first one I looked into. 
I have a couple little blurbs on some other things, if you don't mind. Um, the next thing I looked at was the Strasbourg Massacre, which happened in 1349 in Europe. Um, hundreds of Jews were just slaughtered, and they were pretending that they were doing it to control, like, the Black Plague. But on Valentine's Day, they just, like, murdered hundreds of Jews. Wow. Yeah. Then back to more recent times was the Dresden bombings. Was that on Valentine's so, Day, too? Yes, it was. It was from the 13th to the 15th of February. So not just on Valentine's Day, but... It was right there. So that happened at the end of World War II. Um, British and American Air, Air Forces dropped approximately 3,330 tons of bombs on Dresden, and they killed around 135,000 people. Jesus. Yeah. So I stopped looking at things after that because I was like, man, sure are a lot of horrible things happening on Valentine's Day. So, you know, be warned, people. I think I have the right kind of mindset based on that. I'm just going to read this little snippet I found because, like I said, I didn't do any research because I've been very busy. <laughs> um, and I... I <laughs> I, I could get into why because there's just there's something I do want to touch on that I talked about in episode two, uh, which for us is two episodes ago, but for you you just listened to. So um, I want to come back to that topic and uh, but before I get there, from February thirteenth to the fifteenth, the Romans celebrated the feast of Lupercalia. Oh, I looked this up too. You can talk more about it if you want, but I just want to read this paragraph. The men sacrificed a goat and a dog, then whipped women with the hides of the animals they had just slain. Very interesting. Um, yeah. Sorry. No, I was just going to say those wild and crazy Romans, which is also the name of the paragraph, but I didn't come up with that. But yeah, that's fucking... So I looked, I looked that up too, because I was like, all of our... Like, all of our major Christian holidays, like, the mainstream ones, they have a basis in pagan, you know. So, like, we, we know that. We all know that. Like, Christmas and everything. So, I was like, all right, well, it's Valentine's Day. So, um, like you said, the Lupercalia um, Fertility Festival was celebrated. I saw that it was celebrated on the 15th, so we were probably liking a different night. But it was dedicated to Faunus, the god of agriculture, and to Remulus and Romulus, who, as we know, were the founders of Rome. Yeah, which, yeah. podcast listeners, you don't know that, you should look it up, because it's really interesting. They were, like, supposedly raised by a she-wolf and Rome, you know, Romulus, Rome, get it. Also, Remus is where the name from uh, Remus Lupin came from. Oh. So he's like... <laughs> His name is essentially Wolf Wolf because he's Remus Lupin Lupin for wolves. You get it? Uh, all right, Wolf Wolf. So, anyway, like Travis said, Roman Roman priests would go and they'd sacrifice a goat and a dog. Um, they would apparently, what I was looking at, they like to go to like a sacred cave, which they were saying is the one that the she wolf raised them in, and they slap them with the hides of blood um, to increase fertility. But also, part of this festival, like, later in the day, was that the young women would put their names in this giant urn, and men would pick their names out. And, af like, after a man chose their name, that couple would be paired together for a year, and then most times they would get married after that. Whoa. Yep. 
and that's pretty much all of the research that I did. As the here as the years went on, the holiday grew sweeter. Chaucer and Shakespeare romanticized it in their work, and it gained popularity throughout Britain and the rest of Europe. Handmade paper cards became the tokens du jour in the Middle Ages. Ah, so that's probably where the, like, pulling the names out of the cauldron went to was the cards. Oh, I actually did research more of this. Hold on. Wait, where did it go? I had more stuff, and I don't know where I put it. Wait, you can keep talking. I have to find what we accidentally deleted what I wrote. I'm taking my blindfold off here. I think I'm okay. If I'm not, I'll put it back on. I'm getting candy that my mom sent me to eat while we're talking. Okay, but but you know your mom does listen to this podcast, right? Like, hi, Elaine. She's not allowed to listen. She doesn't listen. She definitely listened to the first episode because she liked it on the SoundCloud. Oh, no, Mom! Don't listen! <laughs> yeah. She's absolutely not allowed to listen because she doesn't need to know the stuff about my sex life that I've mentioned. Or how mean I am because she's going to be like, Mario, that's not how I raised you. That's how she talks, but your, your mom, your mom is great. <laughs> she would not say that. Ooh, this has hazelnut um, no, she would, my mom's just mean as I am. Um, so do you want to do some Valentine's Day Legends, or are you still reading your thing? Oh, no, I'm done reading my thing. I guess, uh, before, while you set up your Legends, I'll just, like, casually go into this story, because, why not? Um, because it has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. Last episode, episode two, I yeah, mentioned... Up. What? I have my Legends up. But I want to talk about this story! <laughs> I want to talk about it, fine. So while Ariel, yes. while Ariel gets her legends up, and I'll edit this to make it seem like she's getting her legends up, um, <laughs> I'll tell you about the story. There's this guy that I mentioned in episode two that I had matched with on Tinder that I told Ariel about, and he had Star Trek in his, uh, not no, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings in his bio. You just listened to the episode two, so you're caught up. Um <laughs> Well, here's what happened with that, because we're all wondering what happened with that, because we were talking and we were, like, actually gonna hang out, probably, and I was really excited to have matched with him because he was, he had a, he had a collage in his profile. Anyway, and, and he played the guitar, um, I had a gig, and I told you all that I met, that I invited him to the gig, I, the gig went great, by the way, it actually was one of the best gigs I've had, and I, I say that every single time I have a gig, so that's probably a positive thing, um, the, uh, the day of the gig, he messaged me, and he was like, hey, I'll come to your gig. And I was like, oh, yeah? And he said, yeah, I'll come to your gig if you give me a hand job and cuddle with me. And Ariel and I have talked about this uh, on one of the episodes. I know we have, and I know it wasn't the third one, so you probably remember this. But we, um, we're, we're pretty much... For the most part, we're going to have a whole episode on it, but we're in agreement that, like, there's a certain time and a place that, like, you use sexy talk, and it's either right at the beginning so we know what you're trying to get out of this, 
or it's after we've known each other a while. And it's not this like, oh, we're having this really intellectual conversation and then all of a sudden you want sex. Because that's just kind of awful because that's obviously what you had wanted all along and why not just be upfront about that? Well, in this case, I was like, the guy's cute and it's going to completely ruin chances of us dating in the future, but clearly that's what he wants. So why not? So I said yes, which I never say yes. And I even said, I never say yes to these types of things because that's fucking gross. But you know what? It's, you know, I, I haven't been, I haven't, I, it's been a long, it's been a bit. So sure. <laughs> let's, um, this is the address. Here's the event info for the event. Come to the gig. And then afterwards we'll figure something out. We'll do something. And, um, and you know, he was like, okay. And then he unmatched with me on Tinder. So I don't know. Maybe he was looking for me to say, that's wrong of you to ask me for a hand job and then to cuddle, which sounds like a really good time because it's not sex. Um, I mean, a hand job's a hand job, but it's not sex. And so I don't know. I'm not upset about it, like, I, I really don't care, and the gig was incredible, and he's honestly the one that missed out, not me. I did have a bit of blue balls for the rest of the night, but that kind of just, I put that anger into the music, so that worked out really well, too. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to catch you all up, because I'm sure you wondered what happened, and that's what happened. Go ahead with your legends. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, so, I was trying to look up because, you know, now we, we have the pagan festivals that goes around it and everything. But it's called, you know, Valentine's Day. We say St. Valentine's. So I was like, who exactly was St. Valentine? So I was looking it up. And we don't know exactly why we celebrate it. And the Catholic Church actually doesn't even have a set St. Valentine. They actually recognize three separate saints by that name. So... Um, I was looking, ah, you're right here. So I was looking into some legends, and it says, one legend says that Valentine was a priest during the 3rd century of Rome. Um, Emperor Claudius II um, decreed that single men made better soldiers and outlawed young men from getting married. So Valentine thought that this was unfair, and he married young couples in secret. He was eventually found out and put to death. So right there, he's just like this super romantic who's like, wait a minute, people should be able to get married if you want a wife, you would have one. And then he marries them. So another legend said that Valentine was in prison for helping Christians escape Rosen, um, Rosen, Roman prisons. And they were also talking about like how messed up prisons were back there and the kind of horrible torture that they would do to Christians. So he would go and like they'd be in prison and he would save them. So eventually he got put in prison for this. So while he's in prison, he fell in love with a young girl who, according to sources, people um, typically think that it was the jailer's daughter. So I'm going to go with that. So while he's in prison, he falls in love with the jailer's daughter. And before he was put to death, he sent her a love letter signed from your Valentine. Aw. Yeah. So those are my two favorite legends that I found that were basically like, who is this guy and what does he have to do with love? But yeah. Do you have any good Valentine's Day stories you want to talk about? Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. I literally don't have any Valentine's stories. Like, I was in a relationship for the past two years and before that I was only really interested in that person and like I said, we only had like 
very usual dates whenever we hung out on Valentine's Day. And before that, I really didn't celebrate Valentine's Day because opposite of Ariel, any guy I was ever with was like, oh, I don't want to celebrate Valentine's Day. And I'd be like, okay, and then we wouldn't. So now I don't want to celebrate it. So whatever. Everybody keeps seeing me, like, side note, because you people can't see me unless you know me in real life. I have bright pink hair. Long pink hair. And people keep looking at me lately, and they're like, you're out right at the Valentine's Day. So I keep being like, yeah, my mom's in my Valentine. <laughs> yeah, I had a whole conversation with this woman yesterday. Oh, also, it was really cute, because this woman was, like, older, and she said that to me, and I responded that, and I was like, yeah, I got my package from my mom, and she was like, what? And I was like, she sent me chocolate and a unicorn, and then I was like, yeah, 27, she's always my valentine, and this woman who's got to be, like, late 50s or something, she goes, my mom does that, too, and I was like, what? She goes, yep, every year, Aww. my entire life, she still sends me valentines, and that made me so happy. I was like, that is the cutest freaking thing. Like, she was late 50s or, like, 60s, and she was like, yep, my mom still sends me a valentine. And I was like, God, that is so cute. I really hope my mom is still sending me Valentine's and I'm that old. <laughs> so freaking cute. Also, um, if my mom dies before that, I expect her to send me Valentine's through, like, the beyond. So, anyway, I do have a good Valentine's Day story. I also have a listener story. Okay, tell your story and then I'll interject with a story that isn't really having anything to do with Valentine's Day, just as a break, and then we'll do the other one. What? Okay, cool. So, I was just saying what you said. So, um, before I moved to the city, I was living upstate where Travis is living, which isn't, like, too far from the city, but I was living up there and I was dating this guy who doesn't have a nickname now. He's the guy that I ended up staying with for like a while and we moved to the city together. So this was our first Valentine's Day together. We had just started dating a month before this. So he, because I tell all of my relationships, I tell them all I don't like Valentine's Day. I prepare them. I'm like, I don't like it. I really don't need you to like change my mind. I just don't like it. I don't want to do anything. And they all give the same reaction. They're like, no, I'm going to make you like Valentine's Day. I'm going to change your mind. Yeah, you're going to love it after this because of love. And I'm always like, all right. So it was like that. He was like, no, you're going to have a good Valentine's Day because I'm going to make it a great Valentine's Day. So our plan was I was going to meet him after he got out of class because we were still going to college. I would meet him when he got out of class. We would get on the train, and we would come down to the city. We were going to go to um, Swing 46, which is this really cool, like, jazz club, bar, restaurant thing. So it's really cool. cool. Uh. I love Swing 46. So we're going to come down to the city, and we we're going to go to Swing 46. Everything was nice. Um, started off like, ooh, because he gave me a necklace, which was really cool, but no one should ever buy me jewelry. Just no one, because I will absolutely lose it, even if I like it. And the type of jewelry I like is not, like, I'm not a big jewelry person. So, gave me a necklace that I swear to you I lost, like, 
the next day. It, it, it was gone. I never even wore it. So, <laughs> um, oh my God. Yeah, he gave me that and he gave me like a pecan pie, which I thought was cool. He also gave my sister and my mom a Valentine, which is like super sweet. So anyway, I was like, all right, this is, this is off to a, a okay start. Yeah. So we go, we go to the train station. We're waiting for the train. We get on it. We're talking about what we're going to do. And then we realize we got on the wrong train. So we, instead of going to the city, because we, I had gone to meet him at the college, which was like a town or two away from my town, which has a train station, but I met him over there. Um, we got on the train that was going back to my hometown in the opposite direction of the city. Okay. So we're like, so we get off and we're like cracking up because we're just like, we are so freaking stupid. Like we got on the wrong, it was going in the wrong direction. Uh-huh. So we walk from the train station to my parents' house because now we're both stranded with no car. Like both of our cars are at that train station. <laughs> and he's telling me how in order to pay for like the, the dinner we're supposed to go to and the train tickets and everything, he had actually sold his drum set. Aww. So, yeah, he had gone and he had, like, sold his new drum set because we were broken in college. It's just to be able to take me out. So my parents drive us back to back to the town. And at this point, it's a little bit too late because the last train back to our town is, like, midnight. And now it's getting to be later because we had to ride the train all the way back and then drive half an hour all the way back to the train station and then we have to wait for the next train and it's just not looking like we can go to the city now so we're like all right screw it we'll do something else you know we'll go to the movies so we go and we see that movie warm bodies which i don't know if you ever saw it but it's the worst fucking movie it's It's like about oh my god it's about like zombies who stop being zombies through the power of love oh my god yeah awful it's awful. It's not even, like, funny awful, because I love bad movies. It's not even like that. It's just painful. It's so So good. we're like, okay, great. We didn't get to go to the city, and our plan, instead of going to the school place, we watched this horrible, horrible movie. So we're like, whatever, nothing's working out, but that's, you know, true to Valentine's Day. So we hang out a little bit longer, and I end up leaving about, like, maybe, I want to say, like, 3 a.m. I start driving home. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, going, driving. It's about half an hour from um, where we were, the mall, and um, to my hometown, which you know, but listeners don't. It's about half an hour, like, up and over a mountain. It's it, like it's 25 dark. minutes. It, it's half an hour. You live so farther than me. Okay, hush. <laughs> yeah, I live about five minutes further than you. So... It's dark and whatever. I'm driving. I'm the only car on the highway. And somehow a deer runs out. Now, this freaking deer, had he had to cross three lanes of traffic to get to me. All right? He didn't just run out from the side. He ran from the side where there were other cars. So naturally, when you're when you're not, you know, from a city and you're driving, you are kind of looking and paying attention for deer. But you're paying attention on the side of the road, like the side where a deer might come out of. This was the side where cars were. Yeah. He ran across lanes and lanes of of cars to get to me. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so funny because I see him run in front of my car and 
I'm going like 80 miles an hour because I'm speeding. And I literally just look at this and there was no moment where I was panicking. I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's Valentine's Day. Of course the fucking deer is going to come out of nowhere and I'm going to hit, hit him with my car. Why would that not happen? <laughs> Silly. So never in this do I go, oh, no, I'm just like, yeah, all right. So I'm like, ah, I know you're not supposed to swerve, but I really don't want to mess my car up. So I swerve. Just slightly. And the freaking deer, he runs and he turns and he does some weird thing. He's running back and forth, basically, somehow in the span of time that this takes. So I go crashing off the road and I end up in a ditch. Nice. Because it's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Why would I not end up in a ditch? Yeah. So, yeah. So I end up in a ditch. And I'm still in that mindset of just like, yeah, all right, this makes sense. <laughs> Until I look down at my phone and I realize that my phone is dead. Oh, no. I didn't have a car charger and I didn't have any, like, I'm, I think I was wearing a dress. I was probably wearing a dress because I like to wear dresses, but I was by myself at like 3 a.m. on a deserted highway <laughs> far away from both places that I had just met. I was like in the middle. So then I started panicking and I called on the phone and I got my phone. I turned it on and it turned on for a second. I had like 1%. And my dumbass calls my boyfriend who doesn't pick up. And then I call my parents who don't pick up. And then I get one more call in there to my parents who still don't pick up. Then my phone dies. I get it back on in time to call 911. And then, you know, I shout out basically in like a panic exactly where I am. And then the phone dies. So then I'm just sitting there like, man, I really hope that they actually got that. And I'm really glad that my phone turned back on, you know, just um, just enough for me to make these phone calls. Yeah. So that was like a whole thing. Like the cops came and there was that little because, you know, I'm like, all right, let's see. I hope I got a good one. You know, like, here I am by myself in a dress on the side of the road with a dead phone. So, fingers crossed that I got a good cop. Yeah. So, yeah. So, they came and they were actually really nice. And my car was not only in a ditch, but, like, stuck in mud. So, they found some old carpet that looked like a body was rolled up in it. And they unfurled it. Luckily, nobody. And they, they got my car out. And then the first thing I did when I got home was to go home and kick my parents' door in at about 5 a.m. because it took so long. I kicked their door in, and I was like, oh, oh, you don't want to answer the phone? (laughs) Hey, guys, your daughter's calling you at 3 a.m. two times, but hey, let's just just ignore it. What were you doing? Were you doing sleeping? (laughs) And they were like, oh, well, I thought that it was a butt dial. And I was like, twice? Twice at 3 (laughs) a.m.? And they were like, how was your Valentine's Day? And I was like, I was in a ditch! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, that was that was my one. I also have another Valentine's Day story, but I want to hear your story. Um, On our Instagram, before I tell my story, I just got a, um, we got a notification on our Instagram, and it was from a, a, um, a profile called Meme Contest. Uh-huh. And the comment was, click on my profile, not clickbait. <laughs> Man, I bet that's not clickbait. So I clicked <laughs> on their profile. Oh, God. And they have two posts. And one is called Family Guy Meme Contest. 
God. Not clickbait. (laughs) 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 Fuck. That's so funny. Um... My phone got uncharged. Don't die. What if I get stuck in a ditch? <laughs> Wait, are you going to tell your story? Or should I tell Yeah, later? no, I was eating ginger. Ooh, ginger. Yeah, I have ginger candies. Ooh, I love ginger candies. I know, I gave you some for Christmas. You did! I loved them! <laughs> <laughs> I bought these at the same time, and I'm just now starting to eat them. So they're months and months old. Ooh, I bet those are rock hard. <laughs> um, I like my men like I like my fellas. Like ginger candies. Rock hard and spicy. Because <laughs> as a white person, this ginger is very spicy. Um, <laughs> so I've been living in this, like realization and it's just it comes since that gig that I keep that you know that I said earlier it was a really really good gig um that I'm not not that I'm a good person because maybe I am and maybe I'm not that's up to everyone to decide but um that I love myself and in loving myself and in the self-love spirit of what Valentine's Day should be which is just like a love yourself sort of day now to me that's what it is and um in that whole thing I've just been like, wow, I'm really beautiful and I'm really talented and I should be doing, quote, you know, listing things like I should be doing more gigs or I should be able to get this job. Or in the case of this morning, which was excellent, and I don't know if he'll listen to this or not. I don't know. It's really funny because anytime that I talk to someone, I mention that I do this podcast and that it's about dating. And I'm like, I'm probably going to talk about you. And I don't actually know if they listen or not, but like... I, I talk about I talk about everyone and then tell them that I'm talking about them so it doesn't really matter um so there's this there's this guy that is on Instagram and he live streams and like every day he maybe not every day but I I, I feel like I see him every day he does this live stream from work where he just kind of like plays music and talks to people that message him and just like wants to talk to people and I was like you know sometimes I watch this and I don't really communicate often but i always get notifications when he goes live because that's just what instagram does is it tells me when any person goes live and so um i watched it as soon as he had started it because i was on my phone when i saw the notification and um i sent him like heart eyes because i I just like i have a crush on this guy and he was like oh what was the what was the smiley face for and i was like because you're really gorgeous, because he is, and I'm confident in myself enough now that I'm like, wow, I'm also very attractive, and I can tell attractive people that they're attractive, because even if they're not interested in me, it doesn't matter, because I am allowed to compliment people if if it's, you know, as long as it's, you know, like this, you can't just, like, catcall people, and that's a whole thing, and we should do a whole episode on that, when's the right time to uh, compliment somebody, but for the most part, for the, for the sake of this the rest of this story, it was an appropriate time to compliment, so I complimented him. Um, anyway, so we got to talking, and we started talking about classical music, because he was playing it in the background off of his phone, and um, we talked about our favorite composers, and it was just, like, this really refined conversation, and, like, 
I, d- I didn't expect it. I didn't know what to expect because I didn't really know him that well outside of, like, just casually seeing him at work or, like, talk about cars that he was interested in. But, like, he went into all of this in-depth knowledge that he had on, like, composers and, like, how music has shaped history, which is true. And I know a lot about that, well, too, because I've taken classes. Like, um, what? It's a big day of jazz, and, like, it talks a whole lot about that. Yeah. It's like super music, super influential in the way that the the world is shaped, and um, a lot of people don't realize that. But like this guy was very like just knowledgeable about it. It was so wonderful. And then um, he was asking me a little bit about what I did, and I told him. And then he was like, "Whoa, you should like definitely message me." So I did, and um, in the message we just like I I don't you know I'm not gonna get into what the messages were about but they were just really really poetic I showed Ariel a couple of them um just these really beautiful well thought out messages on like what life is and um moving forward I asked him out and he said yes and that is amazing and very like confidence boosting I can't boosting. wait to hear about what happens with this like I can't wait for you to actually go out with that guy because I'm secondhand in love with him now from reading your messages. <laughs> I am. I'm like, ooh. All right, I can't wait for the, like all three of us to get married. But like, I'm actually not involved in it. But in my head, I am. Well, I mean, I always did that with you. So like. Yeah, I mean that's true. Plus, on his profile, it says that he's bisexual. So hey, get involved. Oh, all right, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you did with Jersey guy. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> like that. Well, Dean, all right. Cool. I'll get I'll get into a relationship with him for a month, and the entire time he'll just ba- say the next time that I'm with a lady. <laughs> he'll be like, "Did you uh, scenario that poem I wrote?" <laughs> 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 anyway, if not to say that other people aren't swell. I don't know. I've been going on a lot of swell dates lately. It's been really nice. So I don't know if any of them will pan out into anything, but it's just been really nice to be like, I love myself and I love myself so much that I can take that and be like, okay, I can give people this attention and know that I can still love myself because even if this doesn't work out I can you know they can have a good time with me because I'm a good person and I'm enjoyable to be around and like I'm very confidence boosted right now and I hope that I can keep that um just as one more little aside here before you tell the other story that actually has to do with Valentine's Day though this does too because Ash Wednesday is on Valentine's Day um I am not necessarily religious, but I go to church because I really like the music and I like how spiritual the music can be. And as someone that really feels the music on an intimate level, if you've ever seen me perform, um, I just feel everything that I write and that I perform very deeply. Um, it's really nice to go to church because there is that sense of that's what the music should do. And it might not do it for everyone. Maybe hymns don't do it for people. And not all of them do it for me, but it's what it's supposed to be that makes me happy to go to church. So I've been going to church and um, Lent starts on Wednesday and on Sunday, because this is not being recorded on Valentine's Day, shock, spoiler alert, um, The uh, on Valentine's Day is Lent and on Sunday we had this guest uh, pastor come in because our pastor is away visiting someone. And, um, the, the guest pastor that was there did this entire 
sermon and like before she started the sermon i had been th- i was sitting there in the in the in the pew and i was thinking to myself i really want instead of giving something up for lent to take on something for lent like i've always given stuff up but why can't i just take on like i'm going to take on loving myself every day and just saying you know being in this positive mindset or why can't i take on I'm going to start exercising more every day because that's what I want to do for me rather than like, I'm going to give up meat, which I've done before. I'm going to give up caffeine, which I've done before. Why is it that I always have to give something up? Why can't I take on a new positive thing? So while I was sitting there thinking this, she goes into this sermon and it's a really good sermon, but like halfway through it, she's just like, so instead of giving up something for Lent this year, I encourage you to take something on. And I was like, holy shit, this is like, this is a sign. You know, if there is a God up there, out out there somewhere, if there is just coincidences in this universe, this is the sign that's like, wow, yeah, that's what I am going to do. So this whole Lent, and I've started, I started on Sunday because it's just like I had the epiphany during epiphany, which was the season we just had, that... I'm important and I I'm allowed to feel important. I don't have to feel like less than just because there's so many other people that are important. Everyone's important. You just have to figure out why and you have to love yourself for those reasons. I'm just going to spend this whole Lent, these next 40 days until we get to Easter, and I'm going to make sure that I don't get back into that mindset of I'm less than others because I'm not as attractive or I'm not as talented or I'm not doing as well financially. Instead, I'm just going to say, I I can be this great person and I am this great person and I'm just getting better as the days go on. And that's where I'm, that's where I am mentally right now. And it's really nice. I didn't realize it was Lent already. Yeah. On, uh, on Valentine's day. Isn't that crazy? That's so weird. All right, I should should think of something. So I'm going to follow your really nice Christian thing with the story (laughs) of my first one-night stand. Yes! Okay. That was my segue into this. But also, I really like like what you said. Thanks. You know, self-love. So... Last year, God, I really hope my mom's not listening to this. (laughs) I should message her just be like, don't ever listen to my podcast. Hi, Elaine. Um, No. So anyway, last year I was working on Valentine's Day, as I always do. I'm also working this Valentine's Day. Um, Last year I was working, and I still dressed really cute because I was like, you know, whatever, Valentine's Day. And I had my hair in a little bouffant bun back when my hair was gray, a little gray bun, a little bowler hat, and a cute dress, and boots, and I was like, you know, pretty cute. Cat eye glasses. You looked very so cute. And my friend, who I mentioned before, my friend Danelle, who I met on the train, um, she messaged me, because we met on the train, and we spent our holidays together, except this Valentine's Day, because she went on a vacation, which I'm upset about. So Where'd she go? New Orleans, which I was actually invited to go to, like, from other people. Other people were like, oh, you want you want to go with me? And I was like, I'd love to if I wasn't bored. So anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Annelle messaged me. I think she messaged me. I don't think I messaged her. Anyway, we share mutual love of hot wings. So 
she found this thing that Hooters, um, they were doing the Valentine's Day special where you bring in a picture of your ex and shred it and you got like free wings. Wow. So, yeah, so we were like, hell yeah. So um, I got off work at like six or something and I met her at Hooters in Times Square. So we were all excited. We went to Hooters. We shredded a picture, I think, of my ex. And it was funny because I texted him and I was like, hey, hey, just shredded a picture of you at Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what? And I was like, I shredded a picture of you at Hooters and they gave me free wings. And he was like, hell yeah. Because <laughs> he's cool. It was like, hell yeah. And he was like, asked me what kind of wings I got. And I was like, fuck yeah. Well, anyway, thanks. <laughs> so, so I got, um, so we got our wings and we were like, whatever, happy. So then instead, because it's never just doing one thing with us, it's like, look, what are we going to do? So we were like, hey, you want to go somewhere else? So we ended up, what did we do? We left Hooters and we went to one of our favorite bars, Wicked Willie's, which is like a pirate themed bar. It's cute. It, oh my God, I love it. You, I don't think I, I took you when it was actually busy though, which sucks. You have to come again, like weekends we're like really busy and they have like live bands and stuff so anyway but it's we like it because it's cheap it's really cheap they have good food but like everything's like really cheap so it's amazing and, and they, they mix have their drinks drink well yeah and like they have drink specials every night so anyway we're like all right we went to hooters let's go to wicked Willies. so we go we're drinking and hanging out and then this guy oh god i hate this this guy came over and he like snatched my hat and put my hat on and I turned around and I was so ready to be like yo fuck you like I hate that I'm like don't touch people to get their attention like I say that and I, I touch people all the time I made friends with somebody on the well you know never mind so <laughs> I, yeah like side thing I made friends with this guy on the subway last night like this like middle-aged man I was talking to my I was talking to my friend Nick and then I noticed that this man had the same Star Trek messenger bag as me but in red. Oh, man. So he's going to die. Yeah, that's that's what we said. But he was like, no, no, it's the next generation. It's okay. And I was like, all right, you're right. So, but I literally was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, I'm my, my bag twin. So I couldn't help it. I did have to poke this random man. And I was like, hey. And he was like, yes. And I was like, we're bag twins. And I showed him my bag because I have it in yellow. He has it in red. And he was like, oh, my God. And I was like, I have the matching pajamas. And he was like, I have the matching robe. So. Aw, friend. <laughs> that was fun. So occasionally, yes, I do touch people, but you, um, he, this dude pulled my hat off of my head and I was really ready to turn around and tell him off. And then he started talking and he was Irish and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this slide. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I have such a thing for Irish accents, like such a, so he was not cute and he was annoying, but he had an Irish accent. So I continued to talk to him. Very annoying. So, he was talking and everything, and then he um, he told me he was there with friends. So I was like, "Oh, good. Maybe he actually has attractive friends." So man, we, I know. So we end up leaving the bar with this random guy, and then there was more to this. Like he was visiting, and some crazy guy in the street started trying to mess with him. And the way me and Anel are, we're equally crazy. So we're like, "Yo, back the fuck." <laughs> we're like back the fuck up dude and like literally i thought anel was gonna like take this dude down on the street yes 
random crazy guy who was like being really aggressive because I think he asked him for a dollar and he didn't give it to him. So he was like get, trying to get in his face. And we were like, no, no, don't do that. This guy's not even from this place. So we got in the crazy guy's face. We're like, yo, back the fuck, you know. And so this little Irish dude is terrified because he's like, oh my God, <laughs> what's happening? There's going to be a fight. And that dude could have had a knife. We're like, yo. So like, made this guy like and was like gonna like attack this dude so he left so anyway we he tells us that his friends are at the coyote ugly bar so we're like yeah all right so we go to the coyote ugly bar with this random guy and i think he had three friends standing there and two of them were irish and one of them was this really tall black australian guy oh man yeah because there was like dave or something so um, anyway, so we're all talking, they're buying us drinks, we're doing whatever, me and Anel, of course, end up on the, cause it's Coyote, uh, it's Coyote Ugly, they dance on the, on the bar, so of course we end up on the bar, like, that was definitely gonna happen, so we end up on the bar, we're dancing, we're like, yeah, you know, top of the world, whatever, get down, everything's fine, we're getting drunker and drunker, and then, um, the Australian dude stole a rose from, like, this bouquet, stole a rose and gave it to me and he literally says to me okay literally quote he says now you can tell people a black australian gave you a rose yeah that's exactly (laughs) what happened i could say that i do and i was like no i am gonna i'm gonna phrase it the exact way you said that (laughs) (laughs) and he was like yeah i figured i was like all right cool (laughs) so then he left and he actually came back and was like, do you want to go to my hotel room? And I was like, no. And he was like, okay. And then he left again. So. He went into him? No, he he was cute and all, but I was like, no, not really. I wasn't planning on doing anything tonight, you know? Like, I was like, whatever. So then I'm over there. I'm like, I start talking to some other people. And then Anel's like, Errol, we're going to go home with these guys. <laughs> And I was like, no, no, we're not. She's like, we're going to their hotel. And I was like, no, we're we're not doing that. And she goes, but what if we did? And I was like, well, you got me. (laughs) I was like, I'm convinced. Let's go. And so then we leave. Well, okay. So one of the things, so now this is another episode where it's just going to get deeper and deeper that I'm a horrible person. So I'm ready. Oh God. So we leave, we, whatever, we pick up more, more like beer or whatever. And we end up at their, at their hotel. Obviously the annoying one is expecting to hook up with me. Cause he's the one that like me, me, me. But Anel's been chatting with this guy who's like, beautiful little cherub like like i don't mean cherub like he's chubby i mean like this kid looked like they had like carved him you know he was so pretty so pretty and me being very very drunk at the very last moment before we're going in their rooms i shoved the annoying guy and i took a nails oh my god (laughs) oh my god (laughs) still mad at me like it, this was last year she still tells everybody like she tells everybody 
What? what? I at the very last minute shoved mine, grabbed hers, and darted into the Did uh, what? What? What did she do? <laughs> she was like, "What the fuck?" And then I was like, "Ha ha ha!" <laughs> <laughs> so... Holy shit, Ariel! <laughs> I'm so sorry. That is not girl code. <laughs> I know. I'm crying. I'm actually crying. It's not girl code, and it's very not to do that to people. But in my defense, I was quite drunk, and I didn't want to sleep with the other one. You have never told but me I this. Also, oh my god, I I'm so sure that I had because Anel tells everybody. But to be fair, I was also like, feel free to come in, Anel. But like, it ran away. So I slept with him. Because he just went along with it. <laughs> and it was really good. And he spoke Gaelic in bed. It was very good. And then I tried to leave. And he was like, no, 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 don't leave. And I was like, ew. And I ended up sleeping over. But. <laughs> and that was really. So. But yeah. But she was mad. But then also. She didn't sleep with the other guy. Um, I assume, I thought she was still there. But she didn't sleep with him and she actually waited for me because it's like you know you went home with these dudes you really shouldn't leave your friends even if your friend is an asshole so she actually sat outside and I didn't know this because I thought she was you know just looking up with the other guy she waited for me for what she says was like 40 minutes she was like waiting and she called her friend and she was like so my friend's in there and I don't want to leave her because for all I know something horrible could happen to her but eventually she did leave me so she felt really bad for leaving me <laughs> and I felt bad for stealing her one night stand <laughs> you are something else <laughs> I know I know every time I do every time I do one of these episodes it's more obvious that I'm just really shitty <laughs> Which is why I'll die alone, you know, episode one. But yeah, no, so that was my first one night stand, and it was Valentine's Day last year. That's amazing. Okay, so do you have any other Valentine's Day thingies, or should I read our listener story? Um, give me one sec, let me think. Um... God, people are going to listen to this and then just be like, wow, that girl's horrible. I really understand why she's single. I wish I... I am horrible, but I'm not... I don't think that I'm as horrible as this portrays me. (laughs) I just have a lot of good me being horrible stories. Last year on Valentine's Day, I was living in... um, upstate New York even further than I already lived because I was working at my internship that day. And I remember that because we did a song called V for Valentine on Valentine's Day. And it was a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. V is for Valentine. A is for awesome. L is for lucky, lucky me. It's an awful song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um... Yeah, and I remember that I got a bunch of valentines from the kids at the school that I was working at, and they were my valentines last year. Mm-hmm. And was I seeing anyone at that point? 
because that was gonna that would have been the year where like me and my ex fiance were not fiancés yet and were in an open relationship, and so um, I might have gone on a date that night, but if I did, it was so boring I don't remember it. I probably in reality uh skyped my partner and we watched a movie but even that is just like something we usually did anyway so it's not anything extra i guess if i was going on a valentine's date and i wanted it to be a valentine's date i would want it to be extra but when i'm with someone a lot of what i do is already just like so over the top because i am a romantic that i don't know how you can get more over the top Whatever. Okay. Just thinking out loud. I don't even know if I'll keep this in. Just thinking out loud. Go ahead. Tell me the list. The the list. The lid. The lid. The lid. The lid. The lid. The lid. Hold on. Edit this out, but I have to message you something because I don't want to say it on the podcast. Well, if I'm editing it out, just say it. I'm scared that you'll leave it in. If you don't want me to, I won't leave it in. A few moments later. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh. So much. <laughs> the more, more I do this podcast, the worse I am. I realize I am. <laughs> oh. So yeah, there's that little hidden bit of how, how much worse I actually am. <laughs> You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to leave it in, but I'm going to edit it in a way where, like, we're laughing really loudly, and then you're just going to say, and that's the extra secret bit, and I'll be like, yeah, that's... <laughs> no one will know. <laughs> okay, so... They'll just know there's more to that story that we're not telling. <laughs> so somebody has to get to know me and befriend me. And then ask me later down the line what the horrible added extra parts of my Valentine's Day was. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, you've earned it. <laughs> yeah, you get to know the real kicker. <laughs> <laughs> if you thought I was bad when you heard the story, I actually told people. <laughs> when you hear this fun extra bit. Anyway. <laughs> Oh boy. Anyway, woo. Okay, so um <laughs> I have a listener story I want to read. Yay, listener story. Yay. So um this listener story is from Chelsea. And um okay, so I'm I'm just gonna read what she, what she said. Alright. Blah blah blah. So because my husband and I have our anniversary right before Valentine's Day, we don't celebrate the holiday. Instead, one year, we offered up our apartment to a college friend of ours because she was going out with some of her girlfriends the day before Valentine's Day, a.k.a. Galentine's Day. 
Oh, sorry. By the way, the title of this email is Galentine's Hijinks. Okay. Okay. Okay, Galentine's Day. They were going to a bar in the city, and they needed a place to come back to and sober up before they went home since they lived further away in New Jersey. My husband and I were waiting at home in our pajamas because we didn't know when they were actually going to show up, and when we got a call on the phone that all three of them were outside of our building, or... When we got a call on our phone, they were outside the building. <laughs> he went down to let them in, and when they come, came up, they were all very drunk. One in particular was extremely drunk and proceeded to tell us all about the four very expensive bottles of wine they had split at the restaurant, along with hookah. Nice. They crashed at our place, and the drunkest one kept talking about her ex-boyfriend, who she kept trying to get in contact with via phone and text, as one does, while the other girls kept trying to get her phone away to stop her from making bad decisions. <laughs> at, some, at some point while she was in the bathroom, I stole her phone and hid it. <laughs> we sat around watching movies and waiting for them to sober up, but they ended up staying the night because they were far too drunk to leave. My husband and I went to bed to celebrate, winky face, when we heard a knock on the door. It was my drunk friend who needed to use the bathroom, which happened to be located in our bedroom. She had to walk through our bedroom while we were in the middle of intimate acts and pee. When she came out, she said, good job, inserts just husband. I hear only good things. Keep it up. So awkward. Oh, my God. The next morning when they all sobered up, my other friends told us that before my drunk friend had actually come into the room, she told them that she was planning on coming in and joining us. Yes. She was really insistent, and they had had to tackle her and stop her from trying to get into our bed. Eventually, she escaped to pee, and I'm glad that she didn't go through with her plan. We bought them breakfast the next day, and they went on their way. So, yeah. Damn, Chelsea, you kinky. Yeah, so that's fun. So that's like going and visiting your mother-in-law and then fucking in the room next to her. <laughs> well, she was actually trying. Yeah, right, right. Like, <laughs> I have a whole group of friends in my living room. It's past midnight. It's Valentine's Day now, suckers. <laughs> we know. I know. I invited all of you gals over here for Valentine's Day so you could all get drunk together and talk about how you don't have mans. But I have a man, and I'm gonna go fuck him real loudly in the next room. <laughs> Just to rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inviting. You know what? You know what? Next time I'm in a relationship, I'm inviting all of my single friends to hang out in my living room. While <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> True. That's it. That's the party. That's the that's Galentine's. Oh my god, what did I just get? What did I just get? Oh, what? what? What is it? Oh, no. What? <laughs> I'll, I'll edit this out, too. A few moments later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep finding places to cut it to bring it back in and I'm just going to be laughing. <laughs> and no one's going to know why. <laughs> this is a podcast of like talk this. Ah! Talk this ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I can't. And welcome back. <laughs> okay. So, we're what? just, I think we're just about, um, done. Yeah, oh. was there anything else that we wanted to add in? We covered the history, and 
the legends and the pagans and then our Valentine's Day stories and our listener story. I think we've pretty much got a full episode out of that. Yeah, we're at an hour ten. Um, and, you know, I'll edit out a few minutes of it, so maybe an hour five. But before we go, I do want to talk about recent so, obsessions, even though this is a special oh, episode. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if we were doing recent obsessions. Yes, because there's two things I really need to talk about. And <laughs> it's really funny because, lucky, lucky me, I'm going to talk about it now, even though the episode that you talk about it happens after this. Oh. I I realized there's two things because we recorded we recorded our third episode so that we could have it out and there's two things in this episode that are confusing now. Um, I referenced a New Jersey guy in this episode, which the listeners are not going to hear about until our next episode. Oh, you're right. Yes. So <laughs> if you're not editing this part out uh listeners any confusion we recorded an extra episode to be ahead of the curve and there are some reference issues but yeah so talking about new jersey guy is going to be in the next episode and when i'm watching the thing that we're both going to talk about because that was my recent obsession it's in the next episode yes so. so ariel actually watched this before me and then as soon as we finished recording i went and watched it and this is the <coughs> what I was watching it while I paused it to do the podcast. Yeah, and so when you hear that episode, it's going to get confusing. It's actually not that confusing. It's more confusing for us. When you listen to the third episode, it actually happens after this one. And the recent obsessions, it is before I knew about this movie that Ariel was watching that I hadn't seen yet, which is excellent. And it's called Emo the Musical. God, I have been listening to the soundtrack. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting on the train, and I'm sitting on the train, and, like, my hair looked really cool. I was, like, all lacy, so I looked hella vampy yesterday. And I'm sitting there in my, in my big, angry platform boots, and in my ear, I'm listening to, like, go to church, go to church, go to church with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just riding the train with my my resting bitch face, and I'm listening to this song. God, yeah, I I can't get over like the meek will inherit the earth, so give up. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I love that. They're like, Jesus doesn't care if you fail, so just give up on it. Oh my god. So anyway, um, emo the musical, everyone. If you haven't watched it, you need to. It's on Netflix, and it is so worth the time like it was in my netflix suggestions because apparently netflix understands me like on a deep level and they were like you know what you need this and it is amazing it's so excellent and it's oh god i i, I don't even we're not going to even explain it to you it's just it's really good and the music is a lot like i don't know if you've ever if you're listening to this and you've heard music that i do it's similar in the way that like it's plot moving lyricism and a lot and all of the songs are funny but they're also super serious and it's just sad. and sad and that's a lot of like the music that I do so it was very very validating to the point where I like started shaking and had to like pace around the room because I just felt so validated by the fact that other people write music like this and I haven't felt that way since I watched Crazy Ex-Girlfriend which you know is also an amazing show but for today, the recent obsession is Emo the Musical, and you really should just go watch it, because the music's so good. 
But like, just to give a tiny little blur, because, you know, just so you know, it's basically, like, the description Netflix gives us is it's this emo kid, it's this emo kid who tried to kill himself and gets transferred to a new school. So in the actual movie, that's what it is, like, it starts really funny with him, like, playing a sad song guitar, and um, some guy comes over and breaks it. Like, that's just how they start the movie. One of my favorite lines is immediately in the first song is, like, I dream of a world where everyone had scars on their wrists drawn in eyeshadow. I tried to buy razors, but my mom said no. Oh, yes. Right there, you're like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be really good. It's so funny. So it's basically like he moves to the school. He's an emo kid. He makes new emo friends. But then there's also a pretty Christian girl. So it's so funny. It's like really, really good. And then um, after I had finished, I had finished the movie and Travis went into it. I got a few other people to watch it because it's so funny. And I was spamming everyone on Snapchat with the, um, with the videos of the songs. Travis actually found that before they made this full length movie and put it on Netflix, there was a 15 minute movie that's a, of the same name, like even the musical. And it's, very cool because it's very similar to the full-length movie. It's, like, um, the same characters, different, all different actors, but it's, like, the same kind of characters with some differences. And since it's only 15 minutes, obviously it's not all of the same stuff going on. And the songs are similar but not entirely the same. And, like, you know, there's some different songs and different stuff. But, like, honestly, I recommend everyone to watch both of them because yeah. they were so they're, they're both just so good and so, like, it's the same story, but they're both so different from each other. And, you know, the acting's completely different because they, they have different, like, tropes about them. And there's a character you meet called Bradley. And in the 15-minute one, he's so fucking scary. And in the movie, he's really hot. So, like, you're just kind of, like, it's it's great. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, cool. But, yeah, no, so definitely that's going to be my obsession for a little while because I keep, I doubt, like, the soundtrack is on Spotify, and I saved a bunch to just my normal playlist. And I need to add it to my musicals playlist, but, like, because I do have an entire playlist that's not even musicals. Me but, too. Yeah, I love that. But I got to add it to that one too. But, yeah, no, it is so funny. It's, like, so good. It's so well done. And the other thing I'm obsessed with this week, because we usually do too, is I'm obsessed with um, the band Jukebox the Ghost, which I heard for the first time, well, I heard for the first time a while ago, but didn't really listen, and then heard for the first time where I was actively listening on the ride home after my amazing gig, and I don't think Ariel has listened to them yet still, even though I've been telling her <laughs> for like, uh, you know, a few days now to listen to them. I definitely haven't. But if you like Panic at the Disco and you like that cabaret sound, but you also are like, wow, I really like fun and I really like the mountain goats and I really like, um, you know, th the music that I do, you know, not that you are all, all out there listening to my music, but I did the intro. So like, you know, just like funny lyricism and it's just a very, it's a band that, and it's like, it's like Ludo and it's just very much like, they're all of these songs that sound like pop songs, and some of them are, I guess, technically pop songs, but a lot of them are just these, like, really beautiful songs. Like, there's a song called Hollywood, and it's, um, you want me banging on the church door, swinging from the streetlights, that kind of love doesn't exist anymore, you want Hollywood, and this is real life. And it's like, whoa, yeah, I get it. As someone that 
overly romanticizes everything. It's like, yeah, I went through my life thinking that like life is like this this movie and romance is like this movie and it's not actually like that in real life and it's just it's they're a really good band and I'm obsessed with them and can't stop listening to them. So it's just been them and Emo the musical and they also work really well together. So I recommend that band if you want to listen to them. Shout out to Jukebox the Ghost. Good. Um, eventually, I will actually <laughs> them. You should. I will. I'll do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't listen to a lot of the stuff I said you either, so I don't feel terrible about it. I don't feel bad. I, you're right. I don't. And then I do someday. Eventually, in the future, I listen to it, and then I'm like, wow, you're right. I should have listened to this a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when we were listening? There was a band that Star suggested to us, and we didn't listen to it. And then we listened to it without her, and we started messaging her as if she hadn't suggested it. (laughs) (laughs) We should really check them out. And she was like, "I told you." We're like, "I don't think so." (laughs) Star's really easy to get mad. It's really fun for me. Being her older sister. What band was it? Do you yeah. remember? Yeah, but they're popular now, so it sounds stupid. Was it fun? No, it wasn't fun. It was a uh, Twenty One Pilots. Oh yeah, were, way like, back before the they were popular. Yeah. Yeah, it pisses me off though because like they're really really good, and people are like, "Ew, Twenty One Pilots," because they're on the radio, and I'm like, "You're missing because the stuff that's been on the radio is their more radio type stuff." And they talk about it in their albums that they're like, no, we literally only have those songs because the the um, manager said we had to do it, you know? Like, they even say that. They're like, those songs are for the radio. These are the real ones. Like, in the song. I don't know. Part it's of the lyrics. Like, dumb. There's literally an entire song about it. They're like, you know, this. Th- there are certain songs that make money, and there are certain songs that are just for the art, and the ones that, are, that make money are the ones that go on the radio. They're, they're in the songs. They make a song about it, like a disclaimer. It's right after Tear in My Heart, which is the one on the radio. It's the next song on the album. It's tearing like, by up the way, my heart when I'm with you. And when we are not, apart. Oh, absolutely not. But anyway, yeah, no, this was before they were popular. But yeah. Um... Cool. What so are, cool, I think we covered everything. Do you want to say any obsessions? Um, I don't remember if we... No, my obsession was just even the musical. Okay. So I don't remember if in the last episodes, I know in the first one we announced what the next topic was going to be. So should we just not announce the next topics? or? Well, we, can, we, we could announce the topic for episode three because we already recorded it. Did we announce that, that topic in episode two? I don't oh. remember. I didn't get to the end of the podcast. You are right. Um, I don't remember. I don't... You're going to hear an episode <laughs> on Monday. We release on Mondays now. It's just easier for both of our schedules. Um, you're going you're gonna to hear an episode on Monday, and it's probably the topic that is said in episode two, unless we don't say one, and then it's a surprise. Yeah. I don't think we really need to announce a topic, because it's, it's a bonus episode. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this full-length bonus episode. And, um, uh, (laughs) 
It's actually longer than episode two right now, so like... <laughs> might as well just be another episode. <laughs> right, whoops. We just like talking to each other. You try to stop us, we can't compress it into a bonus bout. <laughs> we were talking about it, we were like, oh god, we wish we could do more episodes because we just love talking to each other, so like... <laughs> It's very hard, too, because there's so many times that it's, like, something happens or one of us makes a good point about something relationshipy, and it's like, oh, man, this could spark an entire discussion between us right now, but we can't because now we have this podcast, Be- and we can't just have these conversations and then redo them. Yeah. Like, it's not, it doesn't feel real if we do it that way, so. Because, like very- we said... It- yeah, what we said in episode one is true. We literally, like, all we talk about is, like, different dating things, like, all the time. That's what we talk about. Yeah, so it's very hard. Like, you said something yesterday where I was just like, oh, my God, I have such strong feelings on this thing that you just said. But because it can spark an entire episode, or because we can, you know, we can have a whole conversation about it, I can't talk to you about it now. Like, I have to just jot down my feelings on it and be like, catch you later in the week (laughs) yeah it's awful i uh, it's it's not awful because it's exciting to put this out for other people to listen to and be like yeah i agree or disagree with this and that's okay but it's awful for us because it's like we just want to talk about these things and we can't talk about them because we don't want to be six episodes ahead and then have something happen and yeah exactly (laughs) like this is missed you know it's all we've already messed up between episodes two and three like (laughs) We just started yeah, this podcast. It's better, it's better just do it weekly. We have our, you know, like an extra or whatever. Just do it weekly because we'll get ahead of ourselves. We're both free on Mondays for the most part, and we'll just do it then, and then we'll also release on Monday, and that works out. But yeah, it really stinks when we uh, it really stinks when we can't talk about things, and an entire week goes by, and it's like, oh, I can't tell you until we record. That's why sometimes we'll have two intros because it's like we have to talk about something. Yeah, it's like, all right, got it. All right, anyway, so cool, good bonus episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like an hour and a half. <laughs> if you have a good, bad, in-between date story, send it to us. We really, really want to tell them on the air, and we have people that keep saying we're going to send you stuff and then don't, so please send us stuff. Our email is internet at gmail.com. You can also just personal message us if you're friends with us and if you're not friends with us don't do that it's creepy Uh. (laughs) also feel free to check out our instagram it's i look cuter on the internet we also have twitter that we've been neglecting which is i hold on you spell it out it's i look cuter on the internet but like just the letter i l c o t i podcast yes and um so yeah, we're all and we're also on Facebook. So yes, we have a group. If you have anything that, um, like uh, like Travis said, any dating stories, any funny relationshipy stories, anything at all, anything that you feel like would fit into this, or a topic that you think would be interesting. Yeah, which is why we announced them ahead of time, but we can't announce the topic for episode three or four because we don't we don't know them and. Uh, we already recorded three, so if you sent us a listener story now, it wouldn't get in for that topic anyway. So just wait, and at the end of three, whatever it says for the topic for four, if you have a story about that, send it to us, etc. Do you get it? That sounds a little confusing. 
You get it? Okay. Send us. Just just send us something. It'll send be us cool, things. Please. Send us things. Anyway, happy Valentine's Day, Happy y'all. Valentine's Day. Whether you're single, together with someone, together but apart, um, together but widowed, whatever, you know? If, whoever you are, we're your Valentine now. And whoever you love, we are now that person. If you are in a committed relationship and they're your Valentine, screw them because we've taken their spot. Yeah. We are your Valentine. And if you are cute, I'm probably going to smooch you. So, oops. Oh. He wants smooches. <laughs> I look cuter on the internet. Instagram. <laughs> 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 okay, we have to end this. Yeah, we've been like saying goodbye for five minutes. Uh, I'm Travis Love. Ariel Apathetic. And we'll see you next time. Let's talk about love In only the realest ways Let's talk about love Let's talk about hate Let's talk about love I know it's a little overplayed Let's talk about love, love, love And our worst dates Because I look cuter on the internet You know that I look cuter on your phone I'll date you so I feel less alone But please don't try to bring me home No, no, with your host Traps Love And Ariel, this is I Look Cuter on the Internet